Good morning, Agile Acquisition Pioneers. Welcome to the Digital Underground Tiki Bar, where all great Agile acquisition initiatives begin. Uh, in other words, my basement, my home office. And today we are going to kick off the initial blog, video blog uh, for Agile Acquisitions to talk about uh, why is Agile Acquisitions and Agile and Iterative Development so important to the federal government. Well. As we all know, acquisitions in the federal government takes an incredibly long time. We may or may not understand why, and we'll unpack a little bit of that right now. Uh, basically, the typical requirements package, whether it be for IT or tanks in the federal government, is largely the same. There's a lengthy uh, requirements identification process that sometimes can take between 6 and 12 months. This is because the federal government wants to make sure they write down every single thing they might possibly need so that when everything is done and they get it from the contractor, they have exactly what they want. Makes sense. Seems like it makes sense. It doesn't make sense. Regardless, six to 12 months of requirements gathering then feeds into an acquisition package creation process, which can also take several months, many reviews, many iterations. That acquisition process is then posted on the government point of entry, typically fed biz ops, where it will sit for 30 to 45 days, depending on the type of acquisition. It will get proposals and responses in, which need to be evaluated. Of course, consider that that process also includes question and answers, which undoubtedly will change the original requirement, resulting in more time. Proposals come in, they're evaluated. Typically, we go back out with discussions. Then we get more, two more weeks or so for uh, proposal resubmissions. Finally, we make a decision. We make an award. Hopefully, we don't get protested. And we sign a contract with a vendor. And from there, we have about a five-year delivery period of performance. Uh, so if you think about that, that's about seven years from the time that original requirement came into play. Think about that in your modern life. Let's say you wanted to buy a cell phone. Could you imagine if you wrote down the requirements for a cell phone seven years ago and they handed it to you today? It would be absolutely useless. And that's exactly what we do in the federal government all the time. So how is Agile different? Well, Agile is just a type of development. It's not the only type, but Agile's gotten the most popularity in the federal government uh, for good and bad reasons, but it's the most common. So that's the one I'll reference the most, but just generally think iterative. But Agile came in under lean manufacturing is essentially the concept uh, that was used in manufacturing for, for automobiles. And there was an Agile manifesto that was written that talked about how this should be applied to software and that was adopted by the private sector a long time ago. And the federal government is now starting to move into that adoption. And it's difficult. It's culture change. Uh, and a lot of people think that Agile means there's no requirements, uh, that there's no guarantee for delivery. And that's just not true. Uh, we've gotten really comfortable with the types of reporting and requirements that we've used uh, for decades in the federal government. But what has that gotten us? It's gotten us... Uh, something in the neighborhood of 90% of, of IT delivered to the federal government is considered a failure. It's not necessarily a failure because it doesn't do what we asked seven years ago. It's that it's not useful to the user seven years later. The users change, the technology changes, the needs have changed. What Agile or Iterative Development does is it allows the federal government to describe its overarching objective and then works with industry to implement best practices and shape those developments over time. This is all allowed by the FAR. FAR Part 39 talks about modular development, 
FAR Part 37.6 talks about performance-based service acquisitions, which can be services for the delivery of products. So what is Agile? Agile is the repeatable process for the delivery of functional product. We're getting something. So even in our detailed specifications before in five years period of performance, we may end up at the end of that with absolutely nothing. We run out of time and money, we cancel the contract, and maybe all we have is the paper that was delivered over that time and some unfinished code. Iterative development means that every time something is delivered, whether it's every two weeks or four weeks, something is being delivered that meets a definition of done that's usable. So when we do when we go into an agile development acquisition, what we're talking about is describing our statement of needs. So sometimes I'll hear folks say, well, what happened to the iron triangle? For those of you who don't know what an iron triangle is, uh, I was a contracting officer in the federal government for 13 years. I love the iron triangle. The iron triangle still stands. That is period performance, scope, and money. These are the three things in an acquisition that only the contracting officer can change. And that's still true with agile development. The difference is under agile development, we have to separate technical requirements from contractual requirements. So in Agile, your contractual requirements stay the same, your statement of objective, your overarching need. If you were building software that allows people to log into a website uh, securely, you can't necessarily like throw in uh, hardware for um, backing up servers. And, and maybe you can, if that was what you originally stated, but you have to be clear of, of what your overarching objective is, what you're trying to accomplish, that stays fixed. The period of performance stays fixed. Typically, I like to see iterative development, even for very large systems, broken down into six-month periods of performance with multiple options going out not much further than two to three years. And then within that, iterative cycles that are no more than two to four weeks at a time. And, and what this allows, and then finally, sorry, the third leg of the, of the triangle is the money. The money should be fixed. It should be based either on an hourly basis or on a fixed price per iteration, a topic that I'll save for another video. And, and all these items, items stay safe, uh, stay the same. What are the technical requirements? The technical requirements now become the backlog, the roadmap, the specific features that are gonna get delivered to the federal government at the end of each iteration. These things are fluid. They have to be fluid because they have to be based on user feedback and user needs. Take a look at Microsoft Word, Microsoft Excel, how much functionality has been delivered in that technology that the average user will never use? Well, that's the way we develop technology for the federal government. We build for the, the outlying case. Many of the users don't have that need. But if we change that concept and deliver to the, the most needed earliest use case first, then we can actually start getting products in the, and software in the hands of users and making a difference uh, and adding value. So when we're buying Agile development, that's what we're buying, this repeatable process. Think of a factory. Essentially, when, what you're buying with the contract is the factory. You're buying the vendor's process, an industry standard. In my opinion, a, a commercial acquisition, which if you leverage simplified acquisition procedures can go up to $7 million. That's a lot of money. If you go out to Silicon Valley and you go to a, a company that has a great top-notch development team and you threw seven million dollars at them they could do some amazing things but in the federal government that's a drop in the bucket so when we talk about these acquisitions we want to get a vendor in quickly we want to use agile methodologies for bringing vendors on again another topic i'll, I'll use for another video but you want to get the vendors in quickly you want to get them 
meeting with their users, doing usability studies, user-centered design, and then prioritizing that backlog so that they can be put into sprints and rolling features out to users as soon as possible. And this is critical. Imagine if instead of talking in budgets for $20, $30 million that take years of planning and programming, we could be talking $1 to $3 million delivering minimum viable products and multiple releases to, to users that actually put value in the hands of citizens, in the hands of government employees that are delivering value to citizens. Imagine how much better the federal government could work, how much more efficiently, how much money we could save. And that's why this is also critical. Uh, hope you enjoyed this video. A lot more to say on this topic. I definitely welcome suggestions on specific areas you'd like me to discuss. And thanks for tuning in.